Between buying or selling a business, there are a lot of points to consider. From a tax standpoint, to hiring the right employees and management team, especially if you won't be involved in the daily operations of the business, you need to set realistic goals. Analyze how the business is performing and make sure that everyone in your business has a common direction in mind. Welcome to The Michael Saunders Show. Host Michael Saunders and co-host Warren Whitus are here to answer your questions with a high level of expertise and knowledgeable guests. Now, here are Michael and Warren. Welcome, everyone, to The Michael Saunders Show. My name is Warren Whitus, and I will be one of your hosts today, along with Jesse Jameson, our executive producer, and Michael Saunders, who is the owner of Leslin and Associates Business Brokers. Uh, we have two lovely ladies as our guests tonight, Lindsay Robinson and Nikki Golly. Uh, first of all, we're going to start off with Lindsay because she's only going to be with us for our first segment tonight. So we're going to let her go first, and she's going to tell us all about what she does. And, uh, and she's also part of the Voice America family, just so everyone knows that we're all part of the family. And uh, so we're going to let Lindsay start off tonight. Yeah, Lindsay, this is Jesse Jameson. How are you tonight? Well, thank you for having me. I'm so glad that you're here. So your show is High Vibe in it. It is on our empowerment channel, I believe. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to know, well, Michael, ask her the way you said it before we went on live, because I I think that was really awesome the way you said it. So, so Lindsay, we're a a newer show. Michael, that's a good way to describe us, right? right? A newer show. Lindsay's a little bit older, but it's not like she's ancient old. She's been... You make me sound like I'm like 75. Can you please just say the show? The show is a little bit older than the Michael Saunders show, but I feel like there's some similarities. We always try to have interesting guests and we try to have a blast while we're doing it. Michael, what was that question you wanted to ask Lindsay? Well, we're newbies and we're doing this, you know, we're working our way through it, trying to learn and, and hopefully correct our mistakes. But you guys and you seem to be doing pretty well at it. And it's always good. To, I always want to know when somebody's successful, I don't care whatever kind of business, I want to know what's their secret, what do they think it takes to get to that point, to a point to where like you guys are at or you're at. Um, I think it's very interesting to hear what you have to say. Is it sorcery? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) And by the way, you're so young. So to be so far along, that's really impressive. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think like, as I, as you're asking the question, like, how I'm going to answer, <laughs> like, do it justice. Just, well, well Lindsay, L- Lindsay, let me ask you this. Yeah. We're not a show where you can take advantage of your looks because it's a talk show, right? Yeah. And so, obviously, if people were to watch your show and like your looks or like anybody's looks of a particular show, that would be one thing that might help them on TV. But in, on the air, on radio, it, it doesn't really work that way. You have to have some good content. Why do you think the listeners are kind of gravitating towards your show? And, you know, obviously you have a co-host that's not here, Kelsey Aida, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What is it about your dynamic that makes people so attracted to uh, tuning in? Okay, so I'm just going to start talking and hopefully I answer the question. So basically, we both have been close for a, f- a couple years now. I met her a while ago 
And every time we have conversations, it's just very in-depth and it's very much, I don't know, spiritually driven and we're very into self-help and I'm a hypnotherapist. So I work with people that want to like rewire their minds and, and move to the goal achievement and stop feeling like they're going in circles and that kind of thing. So I'm very much like, what's the perspective shift? What, how is a new way to look at this and think about this? And Kelsey's the manifester. She's very much like law of attraction and, and own your power and win at life. I think that's actually her slogan. And so whenever we talk, it's just the only way I can describe it is it's just magic because we, we're so in line with each other. And when we got approached for the show, <laughs> Can I say that you're the one that approached me for the show, Jesse? Oh, yes. Yes. Give him a plug. Give me a plug, Lindsay. That's why we brought you here. He identified (laughs) and attracted talent. He knows what he's doing. If if I remember correctly, I was contacted uh, by Jesse to do an interview, and I don't even know what show it was for or whatever. And then as we were talking, he just goes, have you ever thought about doing your own show? And I honestly was like, no. Not even for a second have I thought of doing a show because I'm not the person that's going to like, I'm not a performer. I'm not somebody who loves like the spotlight per se. So I was like, the only way I would be comfortable doing it is if I have, if I had a co-host and Jesse was like, absolutely. You, of course you could have a co-host. And I knew who I had in mind. So I call up Kelsey and I'm like, I got approached to do this show before I even finished the sentence. She's like, yes, we're doing the show. And I was like, Okay. Sometimes you need a person to like lead you into a place that you're uncomfortable. And I'm, I'm a hundred percent for that. So we started doing the show. And as far as why people gravitate to us, honestly, I, I, it just comes down to like, we just talk about stuff that we think is really cool. We talk about stuff that we find super, super interesting because if we do, somebody else has to, and we never in a million years, like, I mean, we never really thought of how many people would be listening or like you want the show to do well, but for all we knew people would, wouldn't even care at all that we have a microphone and we were just talking about stuff, but people did care. People want to know about releasing uh, energetic ties to things. They want to learn about how to forgive. They want to learn about how to heal and move forward. And these are things we happen to really love talking about. So one of the, th- the one, one of your most popular shows, and I yes. think it's like your most popular, I could be wrong, you guys have access to your numbers too, you might know it a little bit better than I do, but it's about trying to manifest your ex, and it's or really interesting. manifest your ex, that's important, it's a not manifesting of the ex. <laughs> well, that's the interesting thing, is a lot of times, a lot of times people try to reconnect with an ex. And what they don't realize is that sometimes it's just kind of not meant to be. Mm-hmm. And I've reconnected with exes before where it just feels like, wow, is this even the same person? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's really interesting. So one of the dynamics I notice on that show is that Kelsey really urges people to potentially move on because there could be a real reason in the world or the universe or whatever you want to call it for that separation to have occurred. Nikki, you wanted to say something real bad. Pipe in for us. Take yourself off mute. Let us know what you're doing. Oh, yes. I was going to say that's really, really important. The not manifesting your ex again. Not necessarily the same person, but that same individual, the characteristics, because that happens a lot. It's a pattern. Absolutely, the relationship pattern. You mean dating someone or marrying someone that has the same characteristics as your ex? Correct. So, so in the episode, we actually touch on both. One, wanting to reconnect with that person 
because you just haven't had closure and you feel like you could have done or said or acted a, a better way somehow. Um, and also the other aspect of even if it's not the person, it's very common to repeat the same relationship patterns so that you yep. feel like you're in the same relationship over and over. And we've all been there, right? We've, I've been there a lot. Warren's been there. Yes. I've been there a lot. <laughs> I have not been I, there. I've got a lot of experience at it. I mean, yeah. yeah the other yeah. the other night, this lady says, well, unless you've been married more than twice. I said, well, I have been married more than twice. Well, how about just living? Well, that's about that's a few more, about 10. But anyway, she said, um, so I said, you know, you keep looking for all these different qualities in women that kind of are like your wives, but you hated that part of them. That's why you divorced them. So I don't know why I'd even think about going back that direction. I do. But over, but over time. <laughs> Lindsay's got the answer. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to let her give me the answer because I need the answer. But over time, I found out that sometimes you forget the bad things that happen and you only remember the good. Now, I'm not sure if that's just me or if that's other people as well, oh. but I remember all the good things and the bad things. I'm like, ah, well, maybe that was just a you know, bad night or whatever. But really, when it happens every week, then you know there's a problem. You know, every week, same But problem. he had a good friend that reminded him over 30 years, don't do it again. I mean, there's a reason why you're not with that person. I, yeah. I was so lucky. Women were my friends. Yeah. I, I lived and grew up in a little place called Panama City Beach, Florida, and I had girl roommates. I would have three or four or five a year on the summer on the beach. And I, I think that's the reason why I waited a long time to get married. And even the women that would, did not work out, lovers, we left as friends because we realized, I realized this was not going to go anywhere other than being lovers. So Warren, I would say he would go so far in so fast that I jump in the really, deep water, Michael. There is no yeah. shallow. There is no shallow pool for me. I, I know. I know. Believe right me, away. I know. And then I'm out there saying, "Help! Help! Help! I'm drowning." Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we'll we'll that'll be for another show. We could talk the whole show on that. But let's <laughs> let, let's get back to Lindsay. Lindsay, you have a busy schedule. You have three kids, which means let's be honest. There's probably times you're up at three in the morning when the rest of us are in la la land sleeping away. Is it tough to maintain a show on top? Because, you know, me, Warren, and, and, and Michael, uh, we're always scrambling, you know, just to find guests last second sometimes, you know? So I'm just kind of curious if you have those same situations. It does help that there's two of us. So, you know, Kelsey has, which is why she's not here today, um, she has a job <laughs> she goes to. What a bummer. A real yeah. job? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, she, she, works, she, she works in a hair salon, so she's there like four days out of the week. Um, There's the wig deal. No, it's not. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. So she doesn't she, have a wig. When she's, right? No, 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 no. So okay. she, uh, she does this stuff when I can't, um, and I kind of pick up the slack when she can't. So it works out well where, you know, we're both kind of doing our part. But honestly, if I didn't have somebody else there or, you know, a team or someone to support, I, I, there's no way I would be able to do it. It's so much. And I have Jesse, and I have a production team, and I have all these people doing stuff for us. 
and still it's a lot because you have to come up with guests, as Jesse said, and you have to come up with descriptions and titles and make sure that you share it and make sure that you're telling people and sending emails. And it's just like, it can get to be a lot, but you know, I wish I could just show up and just talk and then leave and everything would be done for me. But I, yeah. That's my cup of tea right there. What you're saying. (laughs) And I know I can't do it, but I have a great person named Warren and Jesse. I've, you know, I'm just not the guy to to other things. I'm used to going in and dealing with whatever it is in front of me. And uh, I couldn't be where I'm at even now without Warren and Jesse. It's just not my, it's just not who I am. Well, Jesse and I talk about every day, it seems like, or or text or email. So, well, Warren, one thing that impresses me so much about you is, and Lindsay, you'll find this impressive because you know how difficult it is to find hours and time in the day. Warren devotes about, I'd say on average, I'm just guessing about five hours per guest on homework. And he does it because I think like you, he doesn't want to just ad lib it the day of the show. I, I think he really does want to, uh, you know, do his best. So with, you know, with that in mind, I really appreciate you, Warren. And yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay, that's one thing that's interesting about you and Kelsey is it, 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 if you guys aren't doing your homework, it sure does look like you guys are because your show comes across really well, seamlessly. Maybe, maybe they've been doing it so long and they're so good at it, they don't need to study, but. I need to study and understand a little bit about the, you know, about our guests and what, what they believe in. I mean, I've got a few things for, for Nikki to talk about because her and I are on the same page on a lot of issues. And I didn't realize until I was watching her YouTube videos today. I went, well, I believe videos are coming in handy. That's well, I, I just said, I mean, right there, I, I was looking at your videos and I said, that's exactly the same way I feel. Your Toyota video with with the Mobile One, I said, oh, I used to work for Toyota, and they they never lose engines. The engines are not something that can go wrong, but you put Mobile One in them, they'll run forever. But anyway, that's for another. We'll talk. <laughs> oh, about that's it. right. Nikki did Nikki did an oil change. She did it. She yeah, did Nikki did an oil change commercial. Yeah. Lindsay, you'd actually, find that impressive. <laughs> it was actually under the car. Under I actually car. watched that video too, Warren. So I kind of did my homework on that one. Um, Nikki, I'm glad that you spoke up, though, because you and Lindsay have one thing in common. When I find people interesting, and Michael, you have the same thing, too. Warren, after the fact, I found out you did as well, but I initially met Michael before I met you. Mm -hmm. All three of you, Michael, Lindsay, and Nikki, are so interesting, and you're so different. Lindsay, you've got three kids. You're a married gal. You live in Vegas, though, which is kind of like almost like the place where people don't get married or they get married, right? But you, they don't want anyone to know that they got married there type of place, right? Well, and I then, technically got married in LA, which is, I don't know if that's better, but <laughs> I got married when we got to Vegas. <laughs> right. And then when I met Nikki, Nikki, I just, not only do I, I Warren, I'm so glad you brought up that oil change commercial that she did or not the commercial but it was just really it was a cute video but the one thing I remember about Nikki is meatless Monday and so Nikki when we come oh, back yeah. in the second segment we're going to be talking to you at least I am about you know your nutrition to make us stronger and that was why I wanted to have both you and Lindsay on I feel like what you're going to tell us with when it comes to dietary and nutritional things that we need to know you know, Lindsay kind of takes care of, you know, the mind and the soul. And Lindsay, the reality is every one of us has had a breakup. 
And Michael, I'm sure that we would all love to be best buddies with our exes, but it's just not necessarily a reality for a lot of us. <laughs> now, and Lindsay, I've that's why I the think women I live with. I live with a bunch. It must be nice. Well, so, I mean, to <laughs> a friend, I mean, friend. you have three or four women living in this big house on the water. You become friends. It's none of this boyfriend, girlfriend stuff. And I think that's the reason why if I'm successful in women, it's because of that reason. I was around women so much from the time I was 15 when I became a lifeguard. And this doctor gave me this big house to live in for all those summers. So I was around women and, I, and they told me what to think from a woman's standpoint to a guy. Oh, they gave you advice on how oh, to uh, all the time. That's awesome. And my family said, you're a different person after they just, i saw the woman's side of you not to be just a sex thing and not to be thinking they're all temperamental and go crazy. That's not the way it is. <laughs> okay, Michael, you're such a good guy. Did you ever shower with any of these girls? Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, but, we're going to go on break, but I want you to know one thing. If, you, if you're listening to the show, we're going to go on break, and we're going to see if we can talk Lindsay into staying a little bit longer. If she can't, no big deal. But can you guys now see why Michael is so oh. darn interesting? No. Okay, guys, Michael, we're going to go We're going to take break. a quick break. Everybody stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Brave Hearts Radio with Brian Reingold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input too. Listen for Brave Hearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Michael Saunders Show. If you have a question or comment about the show, please send an email to sales at yourbusinessbrokers.com. That's sales at yourbusinessbrokers.com. Now, back to The Michael Saunders Show. 
Welcome back to the Michael Saunders Show. Our guest this evening is Nikki and Lindsay, and we're going to start back with Nikki, golly, and she's going to lead us off. Well, before I talk about me, I actually had a question for Lindsay on what exactly she does for her profession, because I was intrigued but didn't get to learn enough in the first segment. So what exactly do you do? I said the word hypnotherapist, and whenever I say that, people either look at me like I'm crazy or they look really fascinated. Um, So what I do, essentially, is, okay, so we all have this ability in our bodies and our minds to really go to another place. So like, whether call it a trance state or... Um, some people call it meditation, but we all do it every single day, whether you're going to sleep, waking up. Uh, meditating is definitely a form. Um, and I just use that ability of people that they already have, and I, I allow them to use it, well, they allow themselves to use it in a way that benefits them and gets them toward their goal. So it's really just a matter of taking this tool you already have and flipping the switch whenever you want to so that you can reach your goal. A lot of it involves reprogramming old um, limiting beliefs or things you might have picked up in childhood. Um, A lot of it is embracing those ideas and beliefs and thought patterns that you actually want to have. So whether you need more confidence or self-esteem or redefine the word of success or abundance or whatever that is. I tend to focus on women. I tend to focus on uh, ambitious women who maybe have these mental blocks holding them back from where they want to go. And that's different for everybody. And it's super, super fun. Oh, and with the occasional past life regression, which is my favorite thing to do. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. (laughs) I like that. I actually have a friend and a team member who is a hypnotist. So I I know what you're doing. Yeah. Really empower, more powerful stuff. You and I, definitely what we do is very well um, molded together when it comes, you know, mind, body, health, and all that stuff. People go to, to hypnotists or hypnotherapists for all kinds of nutritional stuff. There's times I'll get clients that want help with eating better, exercising, and I'll refer them to a nutritionist. So awesome. they work together very well. You do. Brain and body work together. You have to feed the body to be able to think clearly as well. So I focus a lot on... The second brain, which is your digestive system yeah. and your GI tract. Yeah. So that's the big thing that I focus on is nutrition. So eating the right foods and feeding your body. And I, the big thing that I focus on is helping people to make it easy. Because when people think nutrition, they go, oh, my God, like, stay away from me. Don't judge me. I'm eating bad. Like, no. I mean, it's all about 80-20. It's all about doing the right things, educating yourself on fueling your body, which is my business name, and but still enjoying life. I'm not a person that says you can't never have a glass of wine or enjoy your life or have eggnog during the holiday seasons or, I mean, eat those Christmas cookies. Like, that's okay. It's just 80-20. So noticing that you're doing that but not eating Christmas cookies all year long or eating cookies every night before you go to bed or doing things that we know necessarily isn't the best for us. Is that kind of like doing everything in moderation? Correct. And, and, you know, I was always told the most difficult exercise in life is discipline, exercising discipline in your own life. (laughs) That is is a good exercise. That's for sure. Most difficult. Always needed. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Warren and Michael work out regularly, 
and they're in their sixties now. And they got me, they got, they got me motivated. So now every day before I get in my car to come to the office, I take a good 30 minute walk and I'm also trying, also trying to do calisthenics and I'll eat a salad or two uh, for lunch, uh, you know, a couple times during the week. And I'm trying to just slowly incorporate a healthier lifestyle. And that's what as as many green things as possible, which is funny, Nikki, another thing that that's interesting about you is if, if somebody were to call you and they get your voicemail, one of the things that you ask on your voicemail is, hey, what green vegetable did you eat lately? Or what was the last green vegetable you ate? And I just thought that was the craziest, funniest thing because uh, I actually answer it every time. Um, Which I always judge if I'm going to call somebody back if they answer my question or not. Oh, really? (laughs) I had a good inclination there. I feel like... like I feel like the High Vibe in It show, which is, again, a shout out to Lindsay Robinson, who's our other guest here with Nikki Golly. I feel like, Lindsay, your show really helps people with, like I said, that uh, positive brain kind of health, so to speak. And, Nikki, I wanted you on the show to kind of give us a little positive, you know, physical or bodily part of, of life. Because I feel like if, if a person has a good... Uh, physical intake or whatever you want to call it with nutrition, diet, and exercise, I feel like that leads to a stronger mind. Is there, a, is there an actual connection between dietary and, you know, maybe mental health? Oh, definitely. I mean, think if you're just eating, quote unquote, crap, if you're just eating bad foods, are you going to be able to think clearly? Is your body actually going to work properly? Our bodies are designed to have vitamins and minerals, which are the big things that I talk about with all of my clients. We're not going to get vitamins and minerals in processed grains or breads or cookies or cakes or those kinds of things unless they're synthetically added back. The body doesn't quite understand synthetic vitamins. We're learning more and more as we research that it's all about vitamins and minerals that we're getting from the earth. And if we're not getting the vitamins and minerals, our body's not actually working properly. We're not making ATP, which is energy. If you're not making ATP, which is energy, you're, you're, le- you're more lethargic. You're not going to be able to think clearly. You're not going to be able to, I don't know. Function, function at your properly. best, right? Yeah, yeah. function so, properly. Be a human. <laughs> be a human, a proper human. So, Nikki, so the... Where, what would you classify if you if you have a protein drink and, and most of that I'm sure is you know it's, but if I was looking at the label day after I after I watched one of your videos and I thought oh, let me see what I've got in this uh, uh, protein drink that comes straight from Costco and I don't even know who it's made by but I was more concerned about the grams of protein but then I started looking at because I know you you were talking about micronutrients and I thought well yeah. how much zinc does it have and so I now so I was looking down here and and everything was like 25%. I'm like, really? How can you judge 25% on every single container unless you're doing something that's artificial? Yeah, exactly. So that's what they usually do to most protein shakes. One, they're really highly processed. So they're taking typical protein shakes are going to be whey protein, which comes from milk, which milk is pretty inflammatory. We won't jump down that rabbit hole because I have entire podcasts about that specifically. But it is, if you're taking something that's just wheat or just wheat dairy, 
you have to add things to it because there's not a whole lot in whey. So they add synthetic vitamins to it to make it more palatable or look like you're getting a lot more in it. So without synthetically adding it, you have that exact like, oh, this is 25% zinc, 25% B12, 25%. So it's because it's synthetically added back to a lot of our foods because we're not getting it in the foods that we're supposed to, like fruits and vegetables, because things that come from the ground, things that come from the earth are going to naturally have the vitamins and minerals that we're going to need, but not in a specific, like this apple has two milligrams of magnesium. Like it's not that way. There's varieties. Everything changes. It depends on the tree and the soil and all that kind of stuff. So the variety is actually really, really important for us as humans. We, be, we became the humans that we are today because of our diets, because of hunter and gatherer, eating meats that we've hunted and foods that we've gathered. Nikki, actually, go ahead. Nikki, when you came down to the studio and visited, mm-hmm. we talked about going to Panda Express. Oh, Lordy. Let's yeah. get real for a minute. Every now and then we need to bust out Panda Express. Am I right? Isn't it good for the soul to just break? And then that's, again, the 80-20. I would put probably <laughs> in the 20 category. I mean, depending if you're eating a lot of vegetables. But, um, yeah, I mean, you've got to enjoy life. There's Sometimes you're eating food for the nutrition of value, and sometimes you're eating food for comfort or for the soul, as you put it. That's... I mean, that's important to actually satisfy like, oh my God, I just need something really good. But if it's just because it's convenience and you're always busy, then that's not necessarily the way you want to do it. So Nikki, what is your uh, biggest uh, cheat item that you like? Do you like chocolate? Do you like anything like that at all that you cheat once in a while, once a month or whatever? Say, oh, I just want to have a piece of dark chocolate. I think I like dark chocolate, but I don't necessarily consider that a cheat. I oh, really? Like, that's okay. part of my 80. Like, dark chocolate's okay when it's like a uh, piece Give me the of milk chocolate. Or, yeah. Dark chocolate <laughs> with a glass of wine. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I think, I, I think that you can fit that into any moderate, healthy lifestyle for sure. Glass of, a, red wine, a glass of red wine is actually recommended to raise your HDL, which is your good cholesterol. Anyway, but there's a difference between one glass and a bottle as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, it, it would, mathematically, if one glass kills X amount of bad cholesterol, isn't it just logical to assume that a bottle would kill even more? Uh, well, you don't want to kill it. You want to oh. raise it. <laughs> All right. But, um, no, sadly, it doesn't work that way. All right, it doesn't work that way. Sorry. Good try, though. <laughs> Lindsay has a question. I think she oh, has. Lindsay, the, Lindsay, we might have you muted. Lady. Yeah. No, she's not muted. I don't see the thing up. Yeah. We can oh yeah, it. I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? You go. You you try out for Verizon or what? Is it Sprint? Uh, he moved, didn't he? Didn't he go to like Sprint? Sprint. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> anyway, Hi. Lindsay, I have That's a question. I ha- we on. Okay, so on our show, I'm stepping into like host mode, but just for a second, because on our show, whenever we have guests on, there's like. What's one piece of, if, if they remember nothing from the show, what's the one piece you want them to remember? So I've heard from other people, and I know these are all true things, but I want your specific opinion, that the worst thing you can have is sugar. 
the worst thing you can have is dairy. The worst thing you can have is like complex carbohydrates or whatever, I don't know the words. But what, in your opinion, if you could tell people that are listening, the one thing they could start now, today, to start living a healthy lifestyle food-wise and what they could cut out, would it be sugar, dairy, or something else? I would say the biggest thing to focus on is increasing micronutrients. I call myself a micronutrient educator for that specific reason. Micronutrients are the vitamins and minerals that we are not getting from foods anymore. If someone could focus on that, which is going to come in fruits and vegetables, I would say is the most important. And one of my coin terms that I like to talk about is if it is, is a plant or is made by a plant, it's good for you. And if it's made in a plant, it's not good for you. <laughs> oh, I got that one. Okay. There you, you know, go. Okay. That's a good way to memorize it. Say so, that one more time, Nikki. That okay, was awesome. So if, it, if it is a plant or it is made by a plant, it is good for you. But if it is made in a plant, it is not good for you. I got you there. That's processed food. I got through three out of four. So it is a manufacturing plant. Anything that's manufactured, heavily manufactured, not good for you. Somebody told me once, two, well, two things, two separate people. One thing is if it has a commercial, it's probably not good for you. (laughs) Look out for that. Because you never see commercials for apples. When was the last time you saw a commercial for apples? You see apple juice, you see apple sauce, whatever. And then the other thing was, if it's on the outer edge of the store, go there. Do not yeah. migrate to the center of the store because yes. that's where all the shop around the perimeter. It's, it's where all the processed stuff is. Yeah. yeah. So Most people that are into nutrition say shop around the perimeter because that's yeah. where you're going to get your fruits and vegetables, meats, your things that are yeah. essentially a lot better for you than the processed stuff in the middle. Because the longer the shelf life, the worse it is for you. Yep. Good news, guys that, that are lis- good news, guys that are listening. Beer is on the perimeter. Just wanted to <laughs> let everyone know. Is it? <laughs> okay, well, we didn't, we didn't see <laughs> By the way, I don't know if Warren and Michael agree, but the best question so far was asked by our guest, Lindsay, to our other guest, Nikki. But see, this is one of the things that's interesting to me about maybe the male mind versus the female mind. I think that talk shows are almost a little bit easier for females because you guys have been gossiping forever. Oh, my God. See, it started out so well, Nikki, and then he just took it and he just, like, tanked the whole thing. (laughs) It started out so well. You could have said, like, women are better with their words. I mean, there was so many women things that you could have put out there that were uplifting. But women, um, women, women have this manipulation thing and down another, to a science. Another way to look at it, though, no, women crazy. are usually better caregivers than men. I agree. Oh, God. They understand <laughs> they're caregivers. That's, you know, most of the time. Not always, but most of the time. Most of the Warren, time, yes. You're the worst one. Think? I think uh, it's both ways. Warren, where are you going with that? I mean, you've had so many bad marriages and I mean, I've made so many trips. Tell him, Michael. Tell him. I don't want to hear any of that. Oh, girls are this. We're going to, uh, Michael, not to, not to interrupt you, but we're going to take a quick break. Nikki, we're going to talk with you more in the final segment, but Lindsay, you're going to be leaving us. Before you do leave us, tell the listening audience where they can maybe find you for your hypnotherapy and then maybe where they can find your show as well. 
Uh, so to, for hypnotherapy, you can find me at lindsayrobinson.com. I don't know if you guys have the link, but it's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y, robinson.com. It's a weird spelling. And uh, for the show, we are live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the Empowerment Channel. The show is called High Vibe In It, and you can catch the show within 24 hours of live air on your favorite podcast app. So. That's awesome. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with nutritionist Nikki Golly a little bit uh, further. And uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on. I hope that uh, you're open to coming on in the future, maybe even with your partner in crime, Kelsey Aida. But everybody say goodbye to Lindsay. Bye. Lindsay, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Stay tuned, everybody. (laughs) We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. We all know that today our country is in many ways run by vested interests, which have accumulated large amounts of power for themselves and at our expense. But this can be changed by recognizing the problems and then by adopting libertarian solutions to address them. Tune in to All Rise, The Libertarian Way with Judge Jim Gray. Judge Gray and his guests will discuss the problem areas of today and then present solutions that result in a better world for ourselves and our children. Tune in Fridays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Tune in for In the Black. Host Bob Dickerson and his guests take a look at black America and its socioeconomic place. In the Black will discuss the positive issues affecting black Americans, including education improvements, business growth, closing the racial wealth gap, activism, and more. In order for America to reach its full potential, black America must do the same. Tune into In the Black, live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. There are many innocent people who are found guilty of crimes that they did not commit. Join criminal defense investigator Jeff Stein for Is There Really Truth and Justice for All? Each show, we'll discuss the problem, and it is a problem. The fact that because of incompetent investigations and a poor judicial system, anybody can become a victim. Can we fix this? Tune in to find out. You can listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Michael Saunders Show. If you have a question or comment about the show, please send an email to sales at yourbusinessbrokers.com. That's sales at yourbusinessbrokers.com. Now, back to The Michael Saunders Show. Welcome back to the Michael Saunders Show, and Nikki Gully is our guest today. And one thing I did notice, I, I like to do my homework on our, on our guests because I like to get a, get a feel for what kind of people they are, what they believe in, what they don't believe in, what their, kind of maybe what their hobbies are. But I noticed that uh, several of the videos were done in Peru, which was a beautiful place, and she must speak the language because she was just like rattling all of it. Really? What are you talking about? I don't know that language. Because I don't know if that's Spanish or is it Portuguese in Peru. I don't know. It's what Spanish. It's Spanish. Spanish is okay. in Peru. Yeah. Okay. 
So anyway, but you were, you had these great, um, that, uh, these were fruits. You said, this tastes just like candy. I went, really? I mean, you're opening it up very carefully, like it was surgery. I'm like, well, what? And then, then when you opened it up, it had this material. And you said, oh, this is better than candy. So can you just tell us about that trip a little bit? I mean, it must have been very yeah. cool from a well, nutrition standpoint, too. That it is. That's that's a big thing that I absolutely love. And I, I preach this and tell this to all of my clients here in the United States, too, is fruits. There's so many different fruits. I actually watched a documentary when I was younger. It was called Fruit Hunters. And there was a statistic that they talked about that you can eat a different fruit every single day of your life and still not touch half of them. That's amazing. And do you know how many fruits we eat in the United States? Like 10. Over and over again. We only eat the same 10 over and over again when there's thousands yeah, but Nikki, Nikki that's a little unfair because aren't there like 8,000 varieties of apples alone? Yeah, but how many apples do they have in stores? Maybe three or four? But yeah, there's, there's like 10,000 different apples. I have, a, I, have a favorite, I have a favorite apple that I was just wondering if you three even have access to. Here in Phoenix, we get these giant honey crisp apples. Oh, I love them, Michael. Do you too? Every day for lunch, I eat two. Oh my so Honeycrisp is a great one, but there's so many species that are being lost just because people like just that specific one. When there's, I mean, there's golden, oh, yeah. oh, uh, golden. gold ones, there's red ones, there's purple ones, there's so many different varieties. And one of the things I was talking about on that, the trip to Peru, is I was talking about this fruit that I had never actually had before. I had talked to a local about it. And you would, it's kind of a hard cover on the outside and then you peel it open and it was like jelly on the inside that it tasted yeah. like candy. And it was amazing. It looked like something but, out of Alien. I mean, it was just really, it was weird looking. <laughs> and you were peel, you were pulling it apart. I'm like, is there an alien going to come out of here? It looked like one. I'm like, oh, wow. But you said, oh, it tastes great like candy. I went, really? Okay. Is there a better description than that, though, Nikki? Because, <laughs> I mean, is it Snickers candy? Is it Jolly Ranchers? I mean, it would be, really... Well, think fruit, for one. Okay. If it's Snickers, it's chocolate. There's no fruit that's mimics <laughs> like that, honestly. But it would be more like a Jolly Rancher or oh. a Starburst or Skittles or something like that that has more that sweet... Because, again, that's natural sugar. That's why we have this affinity for sugar that has become an addiction, honestly. So if you feed it through fruit instead of through processed sugars, you actually are a lot healthier because fruits also have vitamins and minerals, one of the big things that I love to talk about so much. But the variety, eating different things, each fruit has a different nutritional profile it's going to have different vitamins and minerals than say an apple is like that fruit is going to have a lot more vitamin c than an apple or there's so many different vitamins and minerals magnesium ones is really 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 important for the human body used in over 350 chemical reactions in the body and i would say 95 to 99.9 percent .9 of united states citizens are very deficient in magnesium specifically hmm. and good well i'm kind of glad that you uh had brought up the different situations with fruits and what have you because 
correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't there a lot of people that are against fruit because they say, oh, if you drink orange juice, it's all sugar. But when there, but isn't the reality that sugars that come from fruit kind of work naturally with the body's chemistry a lot better than maybe a processed sugar? Great that you brought that up. So yes, and then you mentioned fruit juice. So there's a very, 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 very different thing between eating an orange and drinking orange juice. It's concentrated, and one of the right? Things is my favorite F word: fiber. Okay. They get rid of all the fiber when it's in juice form. So sugar is essentially kind of a poison. It's an addictive thing, but sugar is the poison, but in nature is always packed with the antidote and the antidote is fiber. So it slows down the absorption of sugar. So when you take the fiber out of something, when you're juicing it, you're just getting the sugar without the antidote. So it makes it just as bad for you as something that's, just sugar. Granted, the more processed it is, the worse it is for you. So fruit juice is going to be better than something that's highly processed and that has nothing natural in it. Least fruit juice came from fruit when sugar cookies came from processed sugar and processed flour and processed other things. Close. They came from the Lord. They're good. I love cookies. Well, you know, <laughs> cookies aren't bad, but in moderation. It all comes back down to moderation. Well, Warren, you and Michael work out a lot. So I know that we joke about drinking a beer and what have you, but I've never really seen you guys eat candy stuff where you guys have seen me. Do you guys not really have a, a sweet tooth? Oh, I do. Do you guys do. have any teeth oh, yeah. oh, left? Yeah. Well, I, I have a sweet tooth, but I but I limit myself. Michael, and heck, Michael bought me some from Costco. They're these little squares of chocolate. They're dark chocolate, caramel, and sea salt. And I usually end up having one with my bourbon at night. And that's my little that's my little cheat yeah. at night. Bourbon sugar too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got a lot of, I got, guilty, I, I've, got, I've got a lot of vices, but uh, hey. Um, so that's it. That actually perfect. Most people have a lot of vices. And that's where, as a nutritionist who has a heavy background in supplementation, is sometimes if you do the right things or take the right supplements, like I'm, I'm a big proponent of eating a fruits and vegetable supplement every day that adds to the fruits and vegetables that we're supposed to get every day that most of us don't it kind of balances out some of those vices that we actually have. So instead of giving up the vices, add something positive. So therefore, it's not like, oh, I have to give up the vice. Oh, I hate my nutritionist. Oh, she makes me give up everything. It's like, no, I'm just going to add something that's positive to your life so you don't have to give up that vice. So it balances out that teeter-totter of being healthy but yet still enjoying your life. So right, do you have so supplements that you that you recommend usually to your clients? I mean, do you say, well, I'd, you know, I'd like you to be on this particular supplement because you're not eating. Like me, I can't eat apples. If I eat apples, it'll tear my stomach up, and I don't even know why. I, I just <laughs> noticed that later in life, for some reason, because I, I used to eat them off a tree when I was a kid. I climbed the tree okay. to eat apples. But as yeah. I got older, for some reason now, I'm, I'm in my 60s. But I can't – your body, you increase inflammation as we get older, and a lot of things we could do a lot when we were younger, and it's like, oh, yeah, this doesn't affect me at all. And it's, it's that compounding inflammation day after day of doing the same thing or treating our body bad or 
giving into our vices that the more inflammation we have in our body, then you start to hit this tipping point and you start to get reactions to things that you never did before. Well, I know that apples, I could always eat apples. Mm-hmm. Milk, I could never have. I can't, I still can't. If I drink milk today, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to, I'm going to have stomach cramps within yeah. four hours. I just can't. But that's, that's the same it thing. It's, it's a little lower in the GI tract for me, but it's, it's, not fun or not pleasant, and I can't do any dairy at all, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my so that was a question when she asked me that before, and I was like, ah, <laughs> I really hate dairy, but that's because I'm allergic to it. But most people yeah. are. They just don't know it. You know what helps me is during the day, I try to make it a routine. And, it, you know, it's just something. I try to eat a couple oranges from the little cuties to regular oranges. Cuties are the best, Michael. Yeah, yeah I, know. I like those myself. If, when I do cuties, it's four. And then I eat a couple apples. And then I eat grapes. Uh, and those, is it enough vegetables and fruit? No. But I will yeah. eat those. And I think that that's actually better than a lot of people. But what, what I would tell you is that the importance of variety. I I agree, and I, and when we go out, so grab a banana. We, we eat out three times a week at least. She and I both try to have always have a salad before a meal, a good salad, not a little sissy salad. Mm-hmm. Eat that with and with chicken or turkey or something in a salad, and then we don't eat meat except a couple times a week. Like I love a nice steak after mm-hmm. a long week, mm-hmm. and we get a good quality steak. Uh, so it's just something you train yourself to do. Not that it's perfect what we do or what I eat, mm-hmm. but I'm trying. And then right. I drink a lot. I do have a beer every once in a while. I'm not a liquor guy, which I was sometimes. I cannot drink it th- that much. I've just never have. So I don't yet for some reason I get gifts of liquor and the warning can tell you. I've got liquor from all over the place. Just, but And then when I work out, I don't cheat. A lot of people, and I'm not taking away from what you're doing, it all yeah. depends on how you're taking care of your body, not just what you're eating. But I have people all the time that go, I hear you're 65 going on 66. Yes. Well, what do you do? It just You go out. I don't care if you're walking. Just walk. Whatever you can do. Physical activity, yeah. Yeah, you just want to do it. I mean, I tell people all the time, do what your body will allow. And then as it goes on, you keep adding to it. And push yourself a little bit. Push yourself. I think it's really important to actually, you're like, oh, yeah, I can walk like a mile. I'm like, well, two years, you should be able to walk more than a mile. That's right. Nikki, Nikki, you and Warren both absolutely hate the plastic problem we have in this country. We only have a couple minutes left. Do you have any game plans on how maybe we could lower our carbon footprint with regards to plastic usage? One of the things that I do and that I absolutely love, thank you for the question, by the way, is start to grow foods yourself. I actually have a machine that is called a tower garden that I've been experimenting with for about five years. And believe me, I'm not a gardener. I'm still killing houseplants, but I've had a flower garden for five years and I've grown food on it and it has been so big for me. And where that ties into plastic is because most produce you either put in a plastic bag or it comes in like a plastic clamshell 
And the more that you can do to do grow yourself, one, you know what's in it. You know that there's no pesticides. You know that there's not been many hands growing it or touching it from cultivation to planting to all that kind of stuff because you're having a hand in it yourself. And it is just, it's fun. I actually have quite a few tower gardens in schools teaching kids where food comes from because a lot of people have no idea. They think, oh yeah, food comes from a grocery store. Like, no, actually food comes through a grocery store. It's actually grown. And a lot of kids that don't eat fruits and vegetables is because they don't know... They don't, they've never seen them grown. They've never had a hand in it. So when you have someone actually grow food themselves, kids will eat food off the tower garden all the time in, in the schools. And it's so, so rewarding. And it lowers our plastic impact because we need to do something about plastics. We need to stop using plastics, especially single use plastics that are not doing anything. Um, um, I know um, Lauren was talking about one of my videos was talking about the plastics and thinking about the next seven generations. So the Indian cultures, the cultures that we have displaced heavily, but I won't talk too much about that. Um, they thought when you make a decision, you need to think about the impacts of your decision on the next seven generations. And plastic is very short-sighted. And it stays forever. So it ruins not only the next seven generations, but probably the next 70 generations. Nikki, there's so many people that could use even a smidgen of your knowledge. Do you have a website or someplace where our listeners can visit you? Because we've run up against the clock, unfortunately, but tell everyone where they can find you. Yes. So I have a website. It's the number two fuelyourbody.com f-u-e-l-y-o-u-r-b-o-d-y fuel your body because that I believe is really really important we all need to fuel our bodies yep. which connects to my YouTube channel where I have lots of videos as well you can see see my face and see a little more of my personality I watched all your videos today I probably watched <laughs> 10 of them at least they were <laughs> good close to all of them <laughs> they were good I liked them yeah I don't know. almost all <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, it was so fun. I hope you come back to the listening audience. We've got to go, but please visit Michael and Warren at Lesden and Associates simply by clicking the banner that runs right above our show. We uh, thank you for uh, always visiting with us and we want you to visit again. So Nikki, same with you. We hope you come back and visit us again in the future. To everyone at home, goodbye. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thank you so Thanks. much. Thanks, thank Nikki. You. We hope you've enjoyed and learned from this edition of The Michael Saunders Show. Please join Michael and co-host Warren Whitus again next Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we talk again, have an amazing week. And thanks again for listening.